hello again, everyone. Um, and this time we're back with one of the great legends. Uh, we all know him, we all love him. It is Waza. How are you, dude? What's up? What's up? What's happening, Fano? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, not much. Um, yeah, just the usual. Just give us a brief rundown about yourself. Yeah, man. All good. Um, so I've always gone by the uh, Game & Take Waza. You know, family man, few kids' wife, you know. Uh, good friend of everyone in the uh, NZFGC. Been involved with them for a while, but, you know, here we are. Yeah. Stuck in isolation. I know. <laughs> Trying to make the most of a day. Getting paid while Oh, yeah, always. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Yeah, man. Um, so to start off with, uh, what was your knowledge of fighting games before discovering the NZFGC? Uh, okay, so, yeah, that's a fairly uh, easy question for me. So, um, before I started playing Street Fighter, uh, you know, Street Fighter got me involved with the NZFGC, but um, I was primarily a Tekken player. So, while playing Tekken, I, I used to just go through feel and all that sort of thing. So, all of this talk of frames and, you know, the like, uh, I wasn't really using it. So, yeah, um, as I moved into the NZFGC, I started getting more serious and talking about frame advantage and all of that sort of thing. So I'd probably say my knowledge was a bit lacking before I got involved, but yeah, that, that pretty much sums it up. Okay. Well, so how did you come into the scene? Um, yeah, who, who, who kind of unveiled the, the, the mystery for you of the fighting game? Uh, okay. Yeah, so um, that, that would be my good friend, um, old uh, Simon Mayava. He goes by the name of Rumble. He introduced me to all the um, competitions with uh, New Zealand and what used to be called um, NZism, NZism yeah. first, before it became Standing Fist. So, um, yeah, he, he brought me to the first um, Ranbats. I, I, I actually can't remember what year, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I think it was, um, oh, God, this is going back. Uh, yeah, I can't even remember what the um, Cyber Cafe was called. Some of the other guys will be able to point you out yeah. what it was called. Um, but, um, yeah, he brought me to a Rambats one day, and I, I just got hooked straight away. So, yeah, that's where it all began. And Rumble, um, forgive me if I'm wrong, but he was, he, I mean, he was re uh, quite a really strong player. Ghost Chip said that he was quite formidable in the Street Fighter 4 era. He said that he would kind of, he was kind of on top just before he pulled out Street Fighter 5, eh? Yeah. Uh, so the, the last time um, me and Rumble played, that was actually the last competitive tournament that he, he attended. And he ended up beating me, the bastard. Oh. But, <laughs> yes. So it was forever and ever hold that L. I mean, it, you know, uh, uh, it happens. Yeah. So, mm. like, when I think of you in the scene, I always, you know, it's you and um, Blackout. You know, you always had, like, you were the two Urians. Um, how would you, you dabbled with Nikali in a bit, but how would you describe your play styles in contrast? Um, I, I probably call my play style more of a... Oh, he's probably going to laugh at this, but I, mine's more sort of—I <laughs> I call it organized chaos. Organized chaos. Organized chaos. I like to do a lot. I like a, what would look like a lot of random stuff. Someone else will call me out and say, "Bro, that is random." But yeah, I like to do sort of random stuff and keep the screen busy. Yeah. But yeah, um, blackout. I would say is more sort of fixed on certain styles and you know certain gameplay. That's what he sticks to. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'd say. Do you, have you have you had many run-ins with him in brackets uh, for Street Fighter or any other games? Um, Street Fighter. Ooh, the last time I played him in Street Fighter would have been a while ago. I think it was um, Red Zone Rumble Two. Yeah. And from memory, I was using Nikali, and he was using Urian, and it was a. I think it was maybe the last round, last set sort of thing, and he he ended up beating me. Um, but apart from that, haven't really run into him in many other games. Okay. Mainly because he's so busy getting top two, top one. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I look at a character like Urien, and he's got, like, these moves like Violent Knee, Chariot Tackle, Aegis. Mm. Like, he just seems like a real angry character. Has, has anyone ever made you that angry? Ever? Oh, uh, that angry? Um, besides my kids? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I can't, I can't say that I've been that angry. But I, I'd imagine Nikali, he, he sort of um, mirrors that sort of personality as well, but yeah. no, I can't say that I have. So as, as a player, um, who are or who were your bad matchups? 
Um, oh, geez, which era are we talking? Um, Street Fighter Five or? Oh yeah, sorry, Street Fighter Five. Street Fighter Five. Oh yeah, that's an easy one. Um, probably be uh, Sky. Oh, um, okay. Yep, Sky's definitely up there. I don't remember the last time I've been them in a set. <laughs> Maybe season one, somewhere down the track. But yeah, uh, Sky definitely. Um, you've got players like Zhao Zob and, of course, um, our, our champ, old uh, Ghost Chips. Um, but apart from that, I've, I've been sort of up and down with uh, playing everybody else, you know. Yeah. Sometimes I have good days, sometimes bad days. But if I ever ran into those dudes, it was most of the time it was good night. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I did mention Blackout. And like him, you as well play multiple fighting games and you are very skilled. Mm-hmm. So how do you distribute oh, your time? No, of course. Well, how do you distribute your time? between the titles um yeah to my uh for me it was mainly i i get bored sort of sticking to one game all the time so i i sort of if, if i got bored of it i'll jump to a bit of marvel or you know jump to a bit of dragon ball z which has been the game i've been playing lately yeah um but in terms of splitting time uh it just depends who was on at the moment you know who was online and if they want the games i'll give them games yeah. So, yeah, that, that's, that's um, sort of what I followed. To be so, you did say Marvel. I think mm-hmm. the, I, I, I love watching Marvel, but there's a certain hype to it that I don't think non-Marvel Capcom players really understand. Like, right, and, and, right, right. Yeah, like, what, what's it about playing a game like Marvel? And you've got Dave, who's such a big fan, who hosts, like, the House of M. Yeah. Like, how do you how do you play a game where there's like literally so much happening on every edge of the screen? Yeah, it's going on, right? Yeah. Um, yeah so I, uh, I can't remember which ever it was that I first started watching Marvel and not understanding it. It might have been 2013, 14, somewhere thereabouts. But um, I remember all the guys in the NZFTC just saying, "Oh, Marvel's hyping all this sort of buzz," and I was like, oh, "You're all right. I'll, I'll sort of invest myself into it and watch maybe the top 30s too." And like like some of the other people, they when you don't know what's um, going on, you don't sort of understand. It's hard to get, you know, sucked into it without, you know, the obvious things of long combos and infinites and all that sort of thing. So I guess after that, yeah, I decided, oh, I'll pick it up and um, started practicing it a little bit more um, and ended up uh, getting uh, Sip or Linux yep. to teach me how to play it. So, yeah, that's where my love for Marvel came from. <laughs> He's definitely the teacher you want to have. Like, yeah, man, to, he, to, he is to, ruthless. <laughs> he just infuses every bit of learning with energy, and it's like, yep. it's inspiring, but then it's also scary at the same time because it's like, do you ever come down, man? It's like, or are you always so hyped? Wow. Um, no, oh, he has his moments, but um, those are usually off camera, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was a really good teacher, man. Like, he didn't give me no sort of chance to do stuff. It was, you'd teach me some sort of principle and then it was up to me to land it you know he had never given me the chance to actually do it you know yeah but yeah it was great so um how do you find ultimate marvel are you an ultimate marvel versus capcom fan or did you ever you, you dabbled a bit at infinite but in terms of your liking how did you what was your view on the two games oh okay so um yeah with ultimate marvel you know all, all of the marvel players are going to talk about it you know it's um, transitioning from three to infinite was actually quite difficult for me. I I just couldn't get the hang of it, you know. Um, I did understand the mechanics and all that sort of thing, but I mean, I guess some of the anti hype that came with infinite may have had a hand in it. But uh, I I just didn't I couldn't get into the game, you know. I just wasn't enjoying it yeah. as much as Marvel three. Sort of hard to explain, but you know the the hype elements are they're different, you know. Yeah. Hmm. So. Yeah, I, in the end, I just I was just playing it for the sake of playing it, you know. Yeah. Well, you are a father in the FGC, um, and I mean, you're not the only one. There's also like Kyoki and um, Milkshake Duck who plays Falk in Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. And I really admire how you you get your kids to respect not just what you do, but just fighting like just people who game uh, mm. in, in general. Uh, mm. Yeah. So. What what was it like trying to explain or show them that this is what Daddy does? You know, he plays games to, you know, a, a certain level where it, it's not just a hobby; it's a it's a lifestyle. Yeah, oh, it, it's 
I'm not too sure. It's it was mainly because um, you know um, the kids will always just default to being a spectator and watching dad and looking at this controller that no one else has and explaining what it is kind of thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, from time to time the the kids will want to jump on and have a go of it and see what they can do and you know they have a lot of fun with it and um, I guess trying to explain it would be a bit difficult because. Yeah, without getting too technical, you know, you just say, "Oh, you just got to beat them up." You know, you beat them up, you win. Yeah, that that was the basis of it. So, so you got they, they understand it. Yeah. So you got so you got three kids, am I right? Because I thought you had two, but you've had a have you had a newborn? Uh yeah. So I've got my son, who's um, he just turned ten. Uh, uh, my daughter, she's uh, f- she's five now. She'll be six this year. And I also have my um, my little girl, she's uh, just turned one. Oh. That's cute, mm. man. Um, yeah, yeah. Is your like your son? Is he is he interested in games right now? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it yeah for, for, he loves for, games. For, Fortnite or um, like uh, Fortnite. Uh, your Apex. You got your Roblox. <laughs> you know all the yeah all the all the stuff that kids play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Well, I mean, it is fair to mention that in the scene you were, I'd say, one of the first players that was. Associated, affiliated with a legit company, you know, you had a proper jersey with your name on right. it, being affiliated with right. Mighty Ape. Um, could you tell yeah. us about what that relationship was like? Ah, yeah, man. Um, so in the beginning, like, uh, oh, you know, when when Street Fighter Five dropped, like, I'd be the first one to put my hand up and be like, "No, this game sucks." You know, just disregard it. I hate this game. And it was, it just came from me personally. It wasn't a bandwagon thing. I just yeah. genuinely did not like the game. And um, just a random call from one of the guys at uh, Mighty Ape. He goes, oh, you know, we have, we're having this little LAN tournament. Um, I think it was Ping Zero, I think it was called. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they were just like, oh, do you want to sort of jump in with uh, Mighty Ape, you know, Team Mighty Ape, and just play a bit of Street Fighter Five? Like, at the time, I hadn't played in a long time. Like, I was, I was super nervous. So I was like, just, I, I don't know how serious they were um, in regards to, like, wearing their jersey and their name and that sort of thing. But I, like, I took it quite seriously, and I was like, "All right, I got to practice all this sort of thing." And um, uh, the tournament itself, I don't, I don't think I did very well because <laughs> that's that that was the reign of um, Salt Factory, right? Oh yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. So I was like, "Oh, damn!" Uh, I think I got to practice now. But um, it was actually news to me that the, the Mighty Eight was like, "Oh, we we want to permanently put you on the team and um, sort of sponsor you." And I was like, "Whoa!" really like really this, this this is like one of my one of my biggest dreams you know like a player's uh like a funny game player's like i'm i'm, I'm gonna get sponsored like really I, I couldn't believe it but yeah it's it's definitely something i'll always remember and you know not take for granted and um i guess being involved with the team was it was a pleasure man like these guys are awesome yeah um the guy that managed me, uh, Chad. Sorry, bro, I've forgotten your last name. <laughs> but <laughs> Chad, yeah, Chad. He he was an awesome dude, man. Always looked after me and always made sure things were going right and just genuinely um, making sure I was alright. Yeah, you know? honestly, Mario is such a like. I think they're such a good company. Um, mm. They stock some really good things, and you never you, you hardly hear any bad feedback about them do no you, do, yeah do you yeah, have yeah. any like funny or crazy stories like while you were partnered up with them yeah since i'm not partnered with them anymore that freaking mighty ape stick man jesus oh the, the gorilla one right <laughs> yeah 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 because uh when, when they first dropped it they were like oh we want you to use this and sort of advocate for it and you know try and push it and use it during tournaments and all that and um, in the beginning, I was like, yeah, sweet, you know, free fight stick. I can't complain about that. Yeah. And um, a lot of the NZ, NZFGC peeps picked up on the sort of the faults, you know, it'll just drop out and just totally cut out. And I was like, yeah. everyone's like, was it? Did, did you test it or all of this sort of thing? And they're like thinking, like, are you really supporting this man? Like, uh... No, yeah. And I was like, ah, <laughs> like, oh, ask, ask support. Don't ask me. You know, I, I'm, I'm just a player. Don't ask me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was hilarious, man. Jesus. Yeah, I think you were the only one, like, I never really saw anyone with that gorilla-type stick. Um, yeah. Maybe yeah. one player, and they're not even from Auckland. Like from I, th- I think, from memory, there were two other people that used that stick. Um, one being Soul Brother, 
you know, he hated that stick just as much as me. <laughs> and um, there was also another player, um, uh, Kirid. I can't remember what your GT was, bro. Sorry. But um, he was from Rotorua. He used, uh, I think he still does, uses a Mighty Ape stick. Oh. oh can't forget about um, Sketch. He still uses a Mighty Ape stick too. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, mm, all the way from Australia. Yeah. Or US. US. <laughs> all right. Well, be, on, be honest, man. Do you, did, did you, have you, had you ever shopped with Mighty Ape prior to being sponsored with them? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Good. You know, yeah. It's like oh, we're Definitely. not going to support someone who's never bought anything from us. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, I I've done a lot of prior shopping. You know, buying games from them mainly because, dude, their their delivery was awesome. Yeah, it was almost always overnight. There was a time where I I, I pre-ordered a game and um I'd forgotten about it <laughs> and like received it like immediately on the day and it's that's the sort of service you you want from someone. Yeah. Like, that's the sort of thing that keeps you coming back. What's the best thing you've ordered from Mighty Ape? The best thing I've ordered... That I got for free, or...? <laughs> yeah, I suppose, if free could count. Oh, bro. Um, yeah, most of the stuff that I did order from Mighty Ape was, you know, mostly games and new releases, but um, I did try out um, ordering some of their uh, health supplements and all that sort of thing, you know, going to the gym and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But um, no, I th I think the biggest thing I ever did get from them was probably this this mighty ape um, seat that I'm on at the moment, and um, I'll probably never get rid of this. Eh? It's so comfy. <laughs> I I just wish that there would be more job vacancies for mighty ape man. It just seems like any time <laughs> any time I hear of one, it's been like weeks, and it's already filled. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, well, in one of the previous clips, um, we saw the glasses that you were wearing the, the cyclops right. ones um, yep and i know that in tournament if you weren't wearing them there'd be someone off to the side probably lennox being like wear the glasses can you actually explain <laughs> what that thing is is about yeah man um so the glasses i think i started wearing them in 2018 from memory um i wore them basically the whole year but um the thing behind it was just, I don't know, I just wanted to do something different. You know, I've, I've been involved with the NZFGC for a long time. I've been doing the same thing, being too serious um, sometimes, you know, for, for my liking. And I just wanted to just loosen up a little bit and maybe create another person, uh, you know, persona. Yeah. And to sort of play on it. And, yeah, that's where it all really came from. But um, the glasses themselves, they, uh, they're actually based on another dude called... Um, yeah, see, trying to think on my feet here, it's not easy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry. I know, I know who you're thinking about. William Wiley. Yeah. yeah. That's <clears throat> William Wiley. Yeah, that's the one. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're right, man. So, yeah, the, the, the Cyclops glasses, the Wairua, and there was even a, like a little gesture he did with his, with his finger or something. Yeah, he did it with his whole hand. You yeah. Know? It was yeah. called the... Oh, Jesus. Some kind of swiper. I don't know what it was, Some, but yeah, yeah. I just kind of borrowed it off of yeah. me. It's funny that you said you thought you were serious because I never thought that at all. You just seem mm. like another run-of-the-mill player, but I I acknowledge the fact that you just wanted to add a bit of um, flair, I suppose, outside the game. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, okay, well, I guess I should mention this thing now. Uh, so you've got your Red Bull Kumite interview um right. and this was such a great experience not only for the fighting game community here but for street fighter players for it to really feel involved in a big grand scheme of things oh bro, it was amazing yeah the weeks, the weeks building up to the red bull kumite like where were you mentally um I, I was i was just trying to like just play it out and um just use a sort of um that character you know that i that i just previously talking about and um i was like oh I, m I might just take it to another level you know might just just cosplay and because uh one of the guys i remember talking to during uh the dragon ball z tournament the one that lpl held yeah yeah he was just like bro if, like this is all like sort of showy sort of thing just ride that wave bro ride that wave whatever you want to do just do it you know just you want to be a showman be a showman all that sort of thing and it, it, i kind of took it on board and started playing on it a little bit more and you know that that's sort of where 
the old uh, G cosplay came from. You know, that's where the inspiration was. Yeah. So, like, mm. what, with cosplay, like, did you, did it, did it have to be, like, what am I trying to say? I guess what I'm trying to ask is, like, how did you view, like, when you viewed your cosplay, did you, like, how long did that take to prep uh, the G look? Oh, that took maybe the, I don't know, about 10 minutes, to be honest. It didn't take that long. It, it just, I was just trying to build it around the um, the hat. Like, the try hat. not to be too, yeah, yeah, yeah. It all, it all just came from the hat. Okay. I was like, yeah, because some, some of the guys were like, oh, where's the gold paint and all that sort of thing? I was like, oh, that's, that's a bit out of my reach, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just, probably just, the level I, like, I would like to be at, but it might take a bit too much yeah. effort. So just just like, tailor yeah. to my level of capabilities. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I was just casual. If, if you could put a ballpark figure on your look for G, how much would you have said you spent? Hmm... Well, I already had the suit, I already had the vest, the pants, and the shoes. So the hat was like five bucks. Oh, really? Five bucks? Yeah, that was it. Shit, okay. It was a $5 cosplay. Yeah. And that shirt, I'm assuming, is old because you had to rip the, the sleeves off. Yep, yep. It was an old shirt. Oh, um, it was actually a shirt I bought from the islands, but it was just a cheapy one. So I was like, ah, yeah. I'm not going to miss it. I never wear it. Yeah, well, this is fresh. Yeah, hey, I give I give you credit that you did that because like that was at Studio the Venue on K Road, like mm. it was it it was was it on a Saturday or was it a was it? A, I think it was a Saturday. Yeah, had to have been a Saturday. This yeah. is Saturday early morning, K Road. You rocking up yeah. looking like G. I was just thinking, props to you, man. I think I looked. At and you we're all waiting at the door oh, to get. God, it. I looked at you and I thought, okay. All right, man. Was wasn't showing up. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, but in saying that, I was like, oh, I'm a hitter player as well, but you know, I'll have a bit of fun. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Okay. So I should ask about the three players: Ghost Chips, Sky, and Sarsob. Now, this is on yep. the day of Red Bull Kumite. Mm -hmm. What was your track record like with those three prior to the Red Bull Kumite? Like, did you go in thinking? Like, these are three people I really need to watch out for? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, they were definitely at the top. But in saying that, um, quite a few of the other players there were, you know, definitely a force to be reckoned with, man. We, we had some players from, you know, Wellington that I had only played once. And that... Oh, sorry, bro. Can I no. check, check, check? Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, I, I played a guy from Wellington, and um, uh, I had heard that he was a really good player, and I was like, yeah, it's sweet. So when I ran into him and that uh, during that day, he, Jesus, he gave me a scare and almost eliminated me. So, Man. <laughs> nah, it, all, all three of those um, top players, Sky, um, Zazop, and Ghost Ships, man, it was, it was always going to be tough. Yeah. But, you know, I ended up running into Ghost Ships anyway and put up a decent fight. Uh, there were quite a few mistakes from what I remember playing him that yeah. cost me uh, a couple of rounds, but on a good day, I, I think I could beat them. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, so after that match, we saw a bit of it in the intro. Um, mm. Did you, did you happen to talk with any players afterwards? Um, Cause I, I would imagine that a, an experience like that, like just, you know, just coming short, you know, did, did anyone kind of offer any like advice or support? Oh yeah, there, there, oh god, there was a heartbreaker in um that last round where uh, what was I supposed to do? I was, I think I was supposed to super off a confirm, but as G, if if you don't um, enter the right buttons properly, you can actually um you can what what is called um power up presidential power up. Yeah, yeah. So I did that accidentally instead of supering, and I ended up losing the whole round just for that. Oh man. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, you know. It's a loss. You take it as it is. Well, like, with Street Fighter Five now, it's a real interesting time. You know, we're behind closed doors, but some mm. of the pro players aren't heavy on the grind. You know, they're just kind of doing other things. I guess my question to you is, even if this was a quiet year without offlines, would that really hinder the legacy of Street Fighter Five, considering the bumpy road it's had? Mm, nah. I, I doubt it. Um... Mainly because uh, this season of Street Fighter is 
I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, everyone's enjoying it. Apparently, it's the most balanced version so far. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I can't really talk from my experience because I haven't been playing it that much. I've got to be honest. Because even um, during the, the Rambats, just in the weekend gone, the online Rambats, I, I hadn't played since Champion Edition dropped. So going back to my main characters, I was like, oh, shit, he can do that? I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. But <laughs> like, oh, it wasn't, it's, it's not going to be enough for me to come back. But, um, yeah, it's, I think Street Fighter can, it'll be around yeah. for as long as they need it to be around. So, yeah. Well, you, you said you may not commit to offline anymore, but would just would, would you do the odd offline session, off off online session now and then? Off off on, online sorry? online session. Would you do the online, oh, session online on and off again? I should have chose different words. Yeah, no, I, I get you. Um, yeah, well, on, online's just easier, you know. Like I, I can juggle that easy as and um. Just with offlines and stuff, it's it's just gotten a little bit more difficult nowadays. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, yeah. That magical number of three kids. That that did it. Like, <laughs> there was no way I was recovering from that. But um. Nah, yeah. On, I can't say no to online's. Definitely not. Because you know, obviously, I still enjoy it. Yeah. I guess just the right now the difficult with no offlines is that, um. Well, it poses a challenge where how do you keep the community really active if it's solely online? Um, and I mm. think this is, Milky suggested this could be the opportunity where orgs can really be innovative with their content, just being experimentative. Right. Um, and I like and I like looking at the Genuine Gaming page. I'm not trying to plug Milky, but like they do some really good like random like gift, you know, like random competitions and like mm. little gifts and stuff. Are there any organizations that you follow that you like, are there any orgs that you like following because of their content? Um, because of their content, ooh. See, I, I'd probably say, to be honest, in, in that regard, I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite lazy when it comes to following stuff. I'm, like, keeping updated and with what organizations are doing, where I tend to rely on just what the other community, or what our community is talking about, you know, and just sort of stick to that. Yeah. So if, if there are like um, organizations talking about something that's so you know good or bad, like for instance that um that thing that's been happening with uh, the the collusion or some uh, what was that about? No, I can't remember anymore. But um everyone was talking about it. This whole ESP new organization coming in to um, do I think it was it wasn't Rocket League, was it? Oh no, you mean the gambling thing, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, yeah. Yeah. So if if it wasn't for the community actually talking about that, I w- I would never know. You know. Yeah. Well, actually, mm. well, actually that that could be a question I could ask you is what mm. do you think of introducing gambling in esports for the future, like for various titles in the future? Gambling in esports, yeah. Uh, like for me, in my my own opinion, throughout my whole sort of career. Uh, well, I'll call it a career, you know, fighting game career. I I never did one money match, not one, not one, not a single match. You've, Even when I went over to Australia, you've never done one, not one. But you have you ever been propo- like proposition? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Um, some of the old uh, OG boys, you know, used to hit them up, and they'll say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not going to name names, just you know, <laughs> just just to keep it uh safe. But um, uh, well. I'll be open about the other one. I was supposed to do one with uh, Reap Your Face in uh, Nationals last year. I was actually looking forward to that one. But, um, so so you know, why didn't that happen, bro? Bro, that, I think it wouldn't have happened anyway because of the whole debacle of um, the after party. But, um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Reap Your, Reap Your Face had something going on in the morning and I was there in the morning and I couldn't be there at night and he was there at night and it was like, oh, it was a mess. So we, we both ended up just be like, oh, We'll, we'll have to reschedule it. So that's sort of one of the things that might have to pull me back and play, you know. But <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was it was dumb, but yeah, can't do anything about it. So I I always associate you as a Street Fighter Five player, um, mm. but I mean I know you haven't been as you, said, you haven't been really on the Street Fighter Five grind uh, recently. Um, right. But where do you stand with Dragon Ball Fighters? Because um, that's another game that's just had a bit of a that's had a bit of a system change. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so Dragon Ball Fighters uh, this season, there's, there's, it's gone through a massive change. You know, they've updated quite a few things, and it's actually made it a lot more fun. You know, people are just it's it's quite active online. I'd say it's it's quite easy to find games, but um, Dragon Ball Fighters, it's oh, some of the you know some of the other guys strong following you know back um in uh garden of might i think it was its first tournament yeah yeah it's very I think first. There was, yeah yeah i think there was something like 40 to 50 players or something it was huge anyway you know and um i i guess it's been going on a bit of a downward slope since then you know not not as many players and you're seeing the same dominant players throughout the tournaments and all that sort of thing but um this, this season's interesting because we, we're starting to see uh, a lot of the younger players starting to come in and actually dominate and be really good. And uh, it's, you know, it's, it's it's really good for any game, really. But uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, that, that's probably one it might be looking for to sort of prop itself up and, you know, get more active and attract those numbers. Yeah. We'll see. Actually, I was, meant to, I was meant to mention this before, but um, hmm. here's you playing Reno. Um and Shamir made this interesting comment about like Reno being on the come up, but he—I don't know. Some people are saying that he's kind of hitting that plateau, like he's starting to hit some of the big boys and stuff. Did you ever feel that pressure from him, like prior to your last tournament experience? As in me hitting a plateau, or uh, him him hitting a plateau? Because obviously we know who the obviously we know who the big dogs are. Um, and I'd right. definitely say you're one of them, but I would say Reno's mm. kind of on the come up a little bit, eh? Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. He's um he's definitely gone stronger. Um, I've always sort of uh dis uh, is it disliked maybe? Uh, it might be just something related to playing other than Nakali plays. Yeah. But um, you know, it's he's he, he's sort of figured out what he's been lacking and what he needs to improve on, and um, that's I don't know if it's something else that someone has told him, but. You know, he, he's kind of picked that up, and him being an open-minded player, it's it's really done wonders for his gameplay. Yeah. So you know, he, he's he's definitely coming up, and I reckon he's he, he's got a lot more you know room for improvement. I've always told him when I first met him, you know, he's got bro, you got a lot of potential, and uh, I think that was uh, Crush Counter one I first met Rena. So that, yeah, that was a while ago. Okay. And yeah, now I'm gonna say you. When do you feel like you hit the plateau? Oh man, I, I hit the plateau ages ago. <laughs> like, who, who, who was it, and, and and who was it, and how was the experience? Um, okay, Ooh, let, let's see, let's see. Definitely one of the uh, top players. Uh, trying to pinpoint it though, it's going to be hard. But um, it's if I had to say, you know, typically speaking, plateaued where I was like, what the hell do I do? How do I beat this dude? Sort of thing. It's um, it'll probably be Jamie, you know, Jamie Zaza. Um, finding that dude is a mission, you know. <laughs> it's, you know, I can't, probably can't can speak for myself because you know everyone else has played him. He he's quite talented, follow himself, and um, I found that trying to beat this dude was I I can't play my normal way that I want to play. It just doesn't work. Yeah. So it's like again, I'll bring that term up, bro. Being Using organized chaos to beat people is it, it, it sort of carried me through some of uh, my Street Fighter Five days, you know. Yeah. I mean, he, as you said, you know, he's a part of the Salt Factory. What is it mm. about the Salt Factory that's so? Now, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just saying, why yeah. are they so intrusive? Like you, like there always seems to be like a trial for every member of that group. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess, well, I'll, I'll kind of speak on the term where, what's what's made them good, in my opinion. Um, it's, they have this little focus group of really, really talented players that they can just bounce ideas off, or one person might be good at this, and another person might be good at this, and when they put them all together, you know, they, they sort of improve and level up, I guess, quicker than everyone else can. And that that's the beauty thing about um, the salt factory in general, you know, it's what I think, in my opinion, made them so strong. They were able to just play them, play each other, and you know, get stronger that way. Yeah, 
Because, you know, if, if, if you've got players to play offline, which is the best environment to practice, you, you're going to get better, you know? <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's, it's not hard to figure out. Well, who would you normally, would you normally practice with um, certain players or do you just hit the lab, bro? Um, I guess it'd be 50-50. Most, most of my play was lab-based, you know, just practicing scenarios. But um, the other 50, you know, it, it was practicing with someone that, I knew was maybe at my level or better. So if I took it back to like Street Fighter 4, that would obviously be Rumble, you know? Me and him would play a lot, you know? Just bouncing back and forth and figuring out different things. And, you know, back then I always, you know, it was, he was a good friend, but he was definitely my rival back in those days. And um, I guess coming into Street Fighter 5, it was a little bit harder because he had dropped off and trying to find that person to sort of stick with and practice with was a little bit difficult yeah obviously the online at the time was pretty cooker but yeah <laughs> yeah it, it still is pretty dodgy but, yeah mm. i mean like do you think they'll ever fix it in street fighter 5 time no, no way no nah. no way it, it's gonna stay whatever it is till it dies you know or until yeah. street fighter 6 comes out i don't see it getting better it never will it hasn't by now you know so like with all the tournament experience you've had and all the travel that you've that you've done, like mm. in the country, could you pick one all-time good tournament you've 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 entered? Um, in terms of results or just in general? Uh, anything could be results. It could just be just just for just for the hell of it. Or oh, very. Um, one that stands out for me would probably. Definite, well, I'll say definitely, definitely be um, Garden of Might. That, that, that venue was awesome, man. Yeah. They had everything. They, they like, venue was great. It ran great. We, we, dude, we got lunch. Like, that, <laughs> that's never happened. We got lunch. Ever. Bro, yeah, we got lunch. We got lunch. We got Dragon Balls. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Bro, it was awesome, man. Oh. They, they even had karaoke. Yeah, I yeah? know, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right, because also that was the weekend that the final episode of Super came out, I think? Like, yep. That, yeah, that, yeah. that just made, and obviously Dragon Ball Fighters being the first tournament for that game, that just made it mm -hmm. so much more like, oh yeah, this is the Dragon Ball Fighters tournament. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think it had the um, the intro of um, Goku turning Super Saiyan 3 for the first time. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, just before the, um, just before the tournament, oh, sorry, not the tournament, just before Top 8. Oh yes, and they you, did. That's right. Yeah. You know how long that is, eh? Oh, bro, <laughs> that's like half an episode. Eh? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was hilarious, man. Yeah, but man. I think I'm probably the perfect way to start it. So yeah, it was awesome. So I mean, like the the meta now, because before it was, it was like the overbearing team was like, was it Kid Goku, Bardock, and Kid Kid Goku, Bardock, and Kid Boo? Like, yeah, uh, was that some, team something was like Broly, Kid Goku, and Bard. I couldn't remember. Yeah, last season um, it was Bardock, uh, GT Goku, well, anybody really, and um, Super Saiyan Goku. So if it was usually built around that shelf. So you were like Bardock and Super Saiyan Goku with anyone in the middle. But most of the time you'd see GT Goku and everyone hated him, eh? Like, yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. But, like, it, that. That particular Go uh, Goku, like his his playstyle, reminded me a lot of Rolento from Street Fighter Four, which is why I became I, I was so fond with the character. Like everyone hating on him was saying, "No, no, 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 he's fine, he's fine. <laughs> he, he needs he needs a bit of a nerf pad, but you know, he's fine." Yeah, yeah. Everyone hated him. It was great. It was you and Tosh that was in that LPL arcade reborn qualifier for the grand yep. final, and I loved how it ended with that dramatic finish: Goku and Kid Buu. Oh god, yeah, that's, yeah that, I, that was I, the I, I, I don't know if he thought about it. But when he did it, oh man, that was godlike. Oh, like, how did you He was like, Oh, it's just a setup, like it's a meaty setup and it happened to kill you and it got the dramatic finish. I was like, bro, fist bump, bro, fist bump, <laughs> that was awesome. I'll yeah. take it. A lot's happened a lot's happened since then because like Tosh hadn't really been playing fighters consistently neither neither was blackout i mean he was kind of touching it but he was playing other games it's almost mm -hmm. left this window it's almost left this opening as to like there's there's no like if you had to call if you had to call out a national champ you would probably say it's out of total blackout um yeah. but not but both of them aren't really 
heavy in the game as they were before. Like, it, could you say if if those two weren't in the picture, who would you say would be up for the title of New Zealand's best for Dragon Ball Fighters? New Zealand's best. Um, currently, uh, I would probably say young crazy head all the way down from um crusher it's really young player i think he's 17 18. uh we'll, we'll, we'll go for 18. Okay. <laughs> i'm not actually sure his age but um he, he's quite a young dude and um the first time i met him was at uh southern cross up 20 might have been 2018. Uh, was that at ridges ridges um hotel 2018 might have been 2017. No, uh, no no i think it was 2018 2018 was ridges yeah yeah, yeah, I, I met him there. I, I I didn't know him at the time, and um, I had some casuals with him in fighters, and he actually he absolutely bought me. And I was like, "What the hell?" Like, like, hey, bro, where are you from? Sort of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but um, but um, definitely out of him or a another up and coming guy. You know, he he came to um last nationals that being um Ko King. Oh yes, quite yeah. a young yeah. He's a young dude as well. Um, he actually plays Tekken really well too. I didn't know that, oh. but yeah, because when I was running the uh, the Dragon Ball Fighters tournament, um, the bracket, he was holding our bracket up. Like <laughs> we we were waiting for this dude, and like, bro, where's he? It's like he's playing Tekken. And like for the next, uh, I guess, hour and a half, we we're waiting for him to finish. Cause he was just bopping everyone, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I would say. Out of um, yeah, Crazy Head and Kyo King, definitely up there for yeah. being one of the best. And they've, if, um, you know, they've already like, I mean, all the characters that are for the recent, um, for the recent season. Do you think mm. there's still more potential for Dragon Ball Fighters? Oh yeah, I reckon there is. Um, you know, because uh, I mentioned it previously with this uh, this latest update where um, they've just covered a lot of things that people were complaining about. You know, they. It's not something um, I'm used to being a Capcom player where the developers actually listen to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Um, Arc System, man, it's done really well with this game. You know, it's a beautiful game. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the anime, obviously. But um, I, I think um, a lot of the people, it's there that they they might there might be be that um intimidation factor with uh, some of the usual godlike players you know yeah. but it, it's actually a simple game to pick up yeah you, you sort of get better as, as you play some of us or some of the guys that have been playing it since it came out but um yeah it, it's got a lot of potential it's just got to keep you know keep yeah. it alive <laughs> I, I do remember tosh telling me once that to learn this game like because there's so many like i guess the way you approach how to learn it like he did say it was easy mm. but just like because there's so many, it offers various like paths of setups and like the windows to confirm. I don't know. It's just it's it's just all crisscrossing across the screen. I can't I can't deal with that, man. Yeah, I know I know what you're saying, but it's like you can choose a certain playstyle and just stick with it. You know, I've played people online where their only confirmation, or uh, you know, the only way to combo is using auto combos, and you know that's fine. Yeah. Some, I'm, I'm not going to say that too well, but you know, I've lost to a couple of them playing like that. But um, you can play it any way you want. It, it doesn't really matter, you know. But it, it's just really up to people showing an active interest in the game and liking the game for what it is and taking it seriously. Who would you say gave you uh, a hard time? Was it Tosha's Gohan or Blackout's Hit? Oh God, definitely Tosha's Gohan. I, oh man. But for the anime, I was always a huge fan of Gohan A, but Toshi, oh, I dislike that character so much. Yeah. He, and now... Yeah, what was it? Oh, sorry. No, no, sorry. No, just what was it about his his Gohan? Because, like, he had that level, you know, that power-up, you know, he could mm, power mm. up at diff depending on the level, and then he had his, like, ultimate, which seemed to be a real strong ultimate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the main thing that was very annoying to play a Gohan play was the fact that you have to be careful when you're pressuring him because he had a DP. So when he's on defense, you've always got to be aware of that. And in this game, it's all about, you know, everyone wants to press buttons, lots of buttons, block strings. But if you didn't have proper block strings, you were getting blown up immediately by Gohan's DP.
And like on the other side, if Gohan was, you know, he was the oppressor and being aggressive, he had this thing where he could fast fall. So, oh, how do I explain that? It's it's sort of like in this game, every character they 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 had to fall normally. You know, you jump, you come down. Yeah. But Adult Gohan had this thing where he could jump and come down immediately, like just fast fall and drop. So he would use that in um, pressuring situations, and you know he he can create mix-ups from that. So you're like, oh yeah, it's high, and then he'll drop, and then you know he could do whatever he wanted. It was it was frustrating. <laughs> so you're like, you're blocking low, blocking high, it didn't matter. You still got mixed. It was frustrating. <laughs> All right. Mm, so now we come to the last tournament, the last ride. So. This is Southern Cross Up 2019, um, and a tournament that had a lot of stuff going on, not just for the weekend, but like um, afterwards. You know, with people like, yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff happened that weekend. Can you take us through um, your mental state and the progress mm. in the brackets that you entered? Okay, so I entered probably the most games I've ever entered at a, at a major, not even talking about a, a, a Nationals, you know, a Nationals game. So I, th- I think I entered maybe nine, nine games. I th- wow. I'm trying to think of how many main games I entered. I think it was four, four or five main games and four side games. You know, my, my aim for that tournament was, right, have as much fun as you can, you know, enter as many games as you can. And, um, hope for the best you know (laughs) not to say that i didn't practice you know i definitely practiced but uh yeah that that was pretty much my mindset just have as much fun as you can whatever happens happens yeah Mm. so give us so just take us through um the day so like your saturday so you had um you know like street fighter dragon ball you mainly focused on street fighter or did you just kind of like you said you just entered with like oh we're just gonna go all in have some fun yeah so um i you know, I sort of did practice uh, across all the games except uh, Sam Show. I I don't even have the games, so I couldn't even practice. <laughs> but, you know, the, the side games were easy enough. The side games were just fun, and most of them were on emulators anyway. So I guess I, I did practice for Street Fighter V. Um, I practiced just my main characters, you know, Yuri and then G. And um, I happened to have Zazob in my bracket, so that kind of made me roll my eyes. Oh. <laughs> I, I, ended up, I ended up losing to Zazob, you know, quite quickly. And I was like, yeah, it is what it is. And um, I think my next opponent was, ah, it was freaking Kuki. Kuki was my next opponent, so I was like, oh, my God, I've got to play Kuki. He's another one that is, uh, he, when I watch him, he's, 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 he's starting to get like he's Zazob. Crazy. He's actually scary, like, to face against, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's crazy. I, I, I've been playing Mike for years, you know, ever since Street Fighter Four, um, Street Fighter Four era, and um, he, like, to be honest, he's still got the same play style <laughs> from like ten years ago. He still plays the same way, high risk, all that sort of thing, high risk, high damage. But you know, with with, oh, I'm just gonna say this quietly, with his character, you know, he sort of mitigates that high risk. You know, yeah, <laughs> he. Bison has no high risks. He just has high reward all the time. It's so annoying. But yeah, he ended up he ended up beating me real quick, and I was so salty. That was the first time I've ever gone to an O in a Street Fighter game. Ever. Oh, wow, man. Yeah, O and two. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty much. I'm sure I went O and two in Street Fighter Five. Okay, yeah. so Street Fighter, you're out. Um, yeah. Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, any of the Marvel games? Uh, Jesus, did I play Marvel Infinite? Yes, I did. I did. I definitely did. Because um, I ran into Tafs, and um, me and Tafs, he likes to have this sort of uh, rivalry between us and Marvel. And yeah, I kind of accepted it. You know, I was like, no, I don't really play, but you know, yeah. I'll bop you. I'm an OG, bro. I'm a bop you anyway, sort of thing. <laughs> and um, I ended up beating him. He was not happy about that, but yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know him quite well, and I just rub it in the face. Yeah, 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 scrub, get out of here. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, Marvel was pretty fun. But um, I, I knew from the get go that I wasn't going to get very far. And um, who? Uh, 
Dave ended up beating me. He knocked me out. Um, that was actually a closer game than I thought it was going to be. But, um, yeah, he ended up taking me out again. I always run into Dave and Marvel when he beats me. Uh, <laughs> I, I almost beat him at, um, I think, was Crush Counter 2, 3. How many has there been? Three. Three. Two. I think there's been three. Oh, there's been three. Yeah. So Crush Counter 3. I almost beat him. I uh, can't remember the reason. Some dropped input, but never mind. Lost to Dave again. So it's, good. it's Dragon Ball Fighters, Sam Show, and then yep. once you're... Yep. Um, yep. Sorry, so, yeah, so I'll, I'll talk about Sam Show for a little bit. Sam Show is an awesome game, man. And I, I used to play it when I was, like, tiny, was it, you know? Um, I remember it being fun. I remember Huamaru and throwing that tornado and all that sort of thing. And um, the first time I touched Sam Show was at a Rambats. Um uh, Jay, one of the guys, he 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 was playing it and he goes, bro, was it? You play this game? I was like, oh, you know, way back. He's like, bro, I'm going to show you the ropes. It's like, sweet. And I ended up coming second, I think it was, <laughs> at that Rambat. <laughs> you know, it was the first Rambat Sam show and it ended up being a fun game. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't enough for me to buy it, but you know, it was a good game. And then Nationals still didn't have the game. I hadn't practiced at all. I didn't know what I was doing. And, um, Quite funny, I ended up being Reno, which everyone knows, you know, uh, Shanae's partner. Obviously, he, he may have practiced or labbed some stuff. And uh, we, we had a mirror match with uh, Tam Tam, and I ended up beating him, which was freaking hilarious. I even told him it was hilarious. It was funny. He didn't like that, but, you know, no one likes being told they've practiced and being beaten by someone that's never played it. <laughs> <But> yeah, man. <laughs> that's, a, that's another story, you know. But, yeah, it was fun. So now... We get to this period where you're, you're out of all the tournament, you know, you're out of all the games. Mm. So this feeling of, you know, this is my last event. Like, did the thoughts and feelings come as soon as you were eliminated from all games, or was this after the weekend? Um, I, oh, like probably after the uh, the, the hangover wore off, <laughs> I'd say, because <laughs> uh, I think the um the top eight game I made was uh. Mortal Kombat, I mean, top eight for that. And, dude, I was I was death, eh? Right? But I was like, I, I still had no regrets, you know? And um, after, after everything had played out and I finished my games and all that sort of thing, I, I kind of felt, oh, finally, you know, it's over. It's been way too long. And I sort of accepted the fact that, you know, my, my competitive career is over. It's all good. I had fun. Um, you know? That yeah. was it. It was cool. I was cool with it. So... I just, you know, I know, I'm sure there's a few people, and I'm one too, just wish you would have said something, or you would have been like, hey, you, know, you might want to come to this Nationals, you know, because I might not be seeing you for a while. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I did, um, or anything? I, I actually did, I did drop something, um, back when I was streaming, um, I was playing, uh, Sekiro, and uh yeah I, it was my last episode for that game because i finished it and i told everyone that was watching uh oh, you know this is this big uh, nationals tournament fighting game tournament coming up and it's uh potentially most likely going to be my last tournament and i think at the time um only three people knew that this was going to be my last one that being uh Shimeo, um d silver and um soul brother or two rated bloody long name you know too ready to live too ready to die yeah. those were the only three people that knew that i was quitting so yeah I, I didn't think it was that big a deal you know like it's i think it just comes with my personality is like whatever you know yeah like i'm here i've done my bit now it's time for me to go I'm, yeah, yeah 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 i've done my bit i'm gonna have some fun let's go drink you know <laughs> that, yeah. that's all it was that's cool. Well, I mean, I still, I, I still remember seeing the tweets saying like, you know, you better be coming to an after party for the first, you know, major next year and stuff. Like, you are coming though, right? And you're like, yeah, 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 oh, I might be. I'm yeah. Was like, oh. it doesn't miss a party? That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, but well, I mean, you, you, you know, that happens, and you know, a couple of months go by, and you just did, uh, you did like an auto auto finish course something to do with um a painting yeah yeah so it, it's something i picked up quite late you know um being in my 30s whatnot but it's it's a uh, auto finishing automobile 
Mobile. Mobile. Yeah. <laughs> car, car refinishing, you know, painting cars. So that, that's something I picked up and actually quite enjoy and picked up as uh, a passion, you know, and I love it. So, it, yeah, do, I, I'll do probably you, stick around. Do you like, you like cars in general? Would you consider yourself yeah, yeah. A, a petrol head or a car junkie? Probably a petrol head, to be honest. Uh, I've been into cars for a long time. Uh, well, not a long, long time, I guess. Maybe since I was around a teenager, you know, 18, yeah. something like that. That's when I started picking up cars. So. so what's the process that goes into painting a car full body? So like how long would like your average car take to paint, like literally front to back? Uh, okay, so uh, well, I'll shorten it down to it as much as I can. Um, so usually we don't do um, a full car. It's, it's usually so smash repair. It might be this corner, that corner, the front, or, or the whole front. So I think in general, if we were doing a whole how long would that take? Probably about three days because you've got your team where they smash it up and get it straight and all that sort of thing. So, and once that's done, it comes to us and we take out any sort of minute details, small defects that are along the panel. If it's not straight, we sort of fix it up. Yeah. And then after that, it shoots into the oven and uh, we, we spray it out, paint it up, and, and um, the guys put it back together and it goes out. So. Yeah, the the process is quite simple, but you know it, it can get quite long and tedious sometimes. Yeah, depending on the customer, you know. But yeah. yeah, that's basically it. But in terms of your workload, does it take much people to paint these specific parts? Um, so in terms of painting, usually one person's allocated to it. So if if I'm going to do um, a job, that's what's usually called. You know, um, we they'll be allocated one person to paint it and um, it just rotates. So we've got three painters, me being one of them, it'll just be me, next person, next person, me, next person, next person is, you know, it's, we just struggle it around that way. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Sweet. Okay. Well, I guess I'll be getting to the last questions, man. Um, so here is a selection of PS5 controllers or they're called the dual sense. Um, mm. Yeah. Have you heard much about the PlayStation five? I've only seen the um, the initial release, that white one, but other than that, no. no. Okay. Well, the, the, here's, here's some controllers. Some have been designed by other people, just, just custom designs. Right. So choose a controller for each child you have. Oh. Um, can I make this bigger? Probably not, eh? Full screen? I'll try screen. that. Nah. There you go. Hopefully that'll help. Oh, that's a little bit better, yeah. So we, we, we're choosing a controller for each child, is it? Yep. There is, there's one of them now. <laughs> uh, ooh. Not sure about that yellow one, eh? Yeah. But what is that? that? That looks like a Bumblebee-style mm. controller. But um, I'll probably go the red one for my oldest son. That's red, right? Red and blue? Uh, yeah, number six. It's got a Spider-Man emblem. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. There you go. Yeah, that'll be my oldest son's. And what I can see is probably two pink ones. One looks like hot pink. Yeah, number 10, the pink one. Yeah, number 10 and the one next to it on the left. Oh, probably. nice. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, what have we got here? So how, how would you like to be remembered by the NZFGC? Um... I guess just just being there all around nice dude, you know, like being known for my gameplay and stuff is cool and all, you know, it's 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 real cool. But the one thing that I've always tried to get across is like, don't think, don't take things so seriously, you know. There's always room to be, you know, or not to be, but to have fun in you know any sort of situation. And that's what I've kind of lived by throughout my um fun game uh, career, you know. Just just have fun, man. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, bro. Okay, well, if you didn't have the Cyclops glasses as a persona thing, what would you have instead? What would what else? What would you have instead? <laughs> Honestly, I wanted to wear a gorilla mask, eh? but <laughs> I didn't want to get caught a freaking furry. Oh yeah. oh yeah, actually, good call. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was like, oh man, like the disadvantages of wearing a, a mask would be really hot. Don't want to be caught a furry. That was it. Yeah. So I was like, ah. Oh. Glasses it is. 
a good thing though is you can trash talk and not like people can really tell if it's you know full mask yeah yeah, yeah. but it, it goes the same way with the glasses you know like you, you you can feel yourself behind these glasses and be like oh it's fine you know i'll, I'll run my mouth it's all good got yeah. glasses on i'm sort of semi-protected yeah, but... would yeah. you choose a new season of street fighter 5 or you bring on street fighter 6 uh, <laughs> maybe if you ask me this in like the beginning seasons, maybe season one, two, possibly three. Um, at the moment, nah, I, I think it's got at least another year or two before it sort of dies out. You know, there's, there's still characters that people want, yeah, um, me included, but um, yeah, uh, I guess it's just a waiting game, just gonna have to wait and see and see what they do, but. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll still be watching it from the uh, spectator bench, you know, oh, see what happens. What's the best pop-off you've seen at one of our fighting game events? <sighs> I'm kind of asking oh, you to man. pop someone in, aren't I? <laughs> no, 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 it's, it, um, I, I say that because it's, there's been so many, and trying to pinpoint one's going to be really difficult. Um... I want to say Dave, but then again, it, it was it was so it was done so long ago that like I can't remember like every detail because it it, it was all to do with a money match. Um, I can't remember was it, if it was a grudge match or not, but there was a lot of money on the line, and I remember Dave just popping off. It, it was crazy, man. Like it was a lot of fun because it was it was a close game. Yeah. I, um, I guess imagining Dave popping off is something like most of us would never could never visualize you know no no you you would never see that happen nowadays because you know him being the uh, basically the godfather of a, of the community yet he's always in the back you know sort of giving uh giving orders and whatnot so you'll never see him do that but unless someone actually said dave i want a money match you he would never turn down a money match yeah so that would be the only way i could see him playing again okay yeah okay well i guess we'll take that then if urian was a car what would he be if urian was a car ooh, i like that question if urian was a car mm, he would probably be there's so many yeah because urian urian's quite the um quite the big head fellow you yeah. know he's the best all that sort of jazz so he'd probably be, I'd pick a Lamborghini. He'd be a Lamborghini, Murcielago, nice. very loud, very big, very, it's, it's everything that he is, you know? <laughs> but yeah, but not a yellow one, probably something like a, a, a dark purple metallic, something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I can see that. Nice. Mm. Who in the scene has the best sportsmanship? Who has the best sportsmanship? Nobody. No, 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 no. The <laughs> best sportsmanship. Oh, I guess everyone in general was quite um, laid back, eh? And that was one of the things that was talked about quite a while ago, where our community is so tight knit that rivalries and stuff is quite hard to come by. Yeah. And um, that sportsmanship was always there. And um, uh, who was the most sportsman like? How about the least? Yeah, sure, the least. <laughs> no, I've just been cheeky. But it's, it's um, the, the most person like, um, well, it's hard to pick, eh? I'd probably pick myself. I'm quite sportsmanlike, I guess. Yeah, no, that's an answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who is your waifu, Waza? What? Ooh. Who are we talking? Where are we? Whoever you want, man. Oh, I've got. I'd have to pick Final Fantasy X. Lulu. Okay. You know who that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. I, I, I'm just. Why? I'm just surprised it's a Final Fantasy pick. <laughs> yeah, I, I picked Final Fantasy because that particular Final Fantasy, like, it's, it's. <laughs> it's got its problems, but the one thing I do remember was having Lulu on my team all the time because she had the, yeah, those those things. Yeah, <laughs> they were always in your face. Yeah. 
<laughs> and just the way she dressed was so out of it, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, she def- yeah, she comes to mind, definitely. Okay. Well, just because it's you, um mm. the waifu isn't the last thing. The last the last thing is this one. Oh Des- okay. describe your entire NCFGC journey in one sentence. One sentence? Ooh, okay. Uh not a word, it can smack be a, talk? it can be a, it could just be like a proper sentence, you know. A proper sentence. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, give me a few seconds. Uh okay. We got smack talking drunk family man. That's it. That's cool, man. I like that. <laughs> That's the best I could come up with. <laughs> no, it's good. It's 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 short, it's yeah, it's it's got impact. To the point. Yeah, to, to the, the point. point. Um, I just want to thank you again for coming on. And um, like I said to you before, there were quite a few people wanting this, wanting you to have an episode, you know, because you, you deserve one, man. And you've been a long time player, long time presence. Do you thank have you, any? Man. Thank you. No, you're welcome. Is there any last words of shout outs you'd like to make? Uh, all right. Shout out to the NZFGC crew, of course. Without them, um, I, I wouldn't even have a name for myself. You know, I wouldn't be playing these games. Also, shout out to all the organizations that are um, supporting them. Shout out to yourself too, bro, you know, for what you do and everyone else for what they do. The Twitter universe, everything, man. So shout out to Dave themselves and all those guys, man. Like, I love you guys, man. Take care of yourselves. Mm, peace. Take care, guys.